Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Barbara Stegman this morning. Even before the pandemic, women were deprioritizing their own health care. And this has only been exacerbated uh, during the pandemic with about 78, 80 percent of women saying that they put their own health care needs aside, either because of the pandemic or because they're caring for others. Well, as I said, Dr. Barbara Stegman is joining us here as clinical lead women's health at Organon. She's also an OBGYN to talk about some of these priorities and why women should prioritize their own health care. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Stegman, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Glad that you took the time this morning. Uh, you're an OBGYN. Give us a little bit of your professional background. Uh, was OBGYN your first love uh, in medicine? Well, actually, I started out in a very different field called aerospace medicine. Ah. I'm a flight surgeon. I would work. I did some work with pilots, astronauts, and their families, and did some research. Uh, went back at it, a little bit later and decided that I wanted to do OB, and went back and did OBGYN and then went on to do reproductive endocrinology and infertility. So I'm board certified in OB, reproductive endocrinology and infertility, and aerospace medicine. International Women's Day is held every year in March. Talk about Organon's involvement and why it's so important for women to uh, prioritize their health. I, th I think that it's amazing that Organon has decided to give everyone company-wide the day off for International Women's Day. I think that shows that we're committed to really promoting the health of women and everyone in the community and working to give people time to address those issues. The biggest problem women have had is they're already very, very busy schedules are now being increased because they're having to do much more at home, taking care of others. And it's not just little kids, but it's also older women women who maybe have are in their later years, my mother, for example, who has decided that she has to prioritize her, my father or her husband's health and has been putting off her health appointments because she doesn't want to get exposure during the pandemic. Mm. So it really has, has hit everyone across the spectrum that this is an increase in their already really, very, very busy schedules. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, women tend to deprioritize their own health. I mentioned that there were health issues even before the pandemic, but the pandemic revealed to us a lot of the uh, healthcare inequalities across the board, not only with women, but uh, with everybody, but specifically uh, for women. Talk about some of the inequalities that exist now and before the pandemic and why it's so important to address these issues. Well, most of it has to do with time and finding time in their schedule. That has been the biggest problem that I have heard. Women not only are no, you know, they're working, they're running the house, they're taking care of the kids, and now they're becoming teachers. And it tends to that those jobs do tend to fall on the woman. And they don't, they, the women feel like they have to be great at everything. And so they work really hard to make all of those things happen. And all of those appointments get met. They have to make sure the kids are doing their homework. They have to teach the kids. They have to make sure that when they're going out, they're not getting exposed. So that's where I think the biggest impact has been is that there's now an additional job that the pandemic has put on people that women are pretty much looked to to uh, take care of. Um, those are the biggest inequities. But I think women, they don't make their annual appointments when they're busy like that. And so they, or they try to get in and it's busy and it, the, healthcare provider who 
they want to go to is also a woman. And now they can't get in to see her because she's equally as busy and has decreased the number of hours that she's working in the office. So it doesn't just happen to the patients. It happens to everyone across the board. And so there's this, this shrinking availability of women in the workplace who are healthcare professionals because they're doing the same things that the women at home are doing. Now, I understand that lots of OBGYNs are women, but what about the understanding, a full, complete understanding of women's health issues by physicians? Has that been something that has been lacking and is now becoming more focused? Uh, I've heard that a lot of uh, conditions were said all in a woman's head. It's, <laughs> it's this, it's that. Yes. Talk about some of those misunderstandings by physicians for so many years. So some of the things that actually drive me a little crazy, men tend to think that some of women, the issues that women have are not real. The biggest one is endometriosis because men don't have that condition because they don't have a uterus, but endometriosis is a condition where the lining in the uterus actually implants outside of the uterus and it causes quite a bit of pain. It can cause very heavy, very painful periods and cause infertility, but Men, especially male doctors, unfortunately, when someone comes in complaining of symptoms, such as a heavy period or painful period, because it's not something you can see unless you go to the operating room, they have tended to be told, this is all in your head. Here, take a pain pill. Same migraines are another similar problem with women. They tend to be more related to menstrual cycles. Well, that's just, you just need to take some medicine and and it's not really that real. It's not that bad. So I think some of those conditions get downplayed quite a bit in women. Some of the other autoimmune diseases that occur, they occur more commonly in women and are much more painful than people would believe. One of that comes to mind on the top of my head is ankylosing spondylitis, which is an inflammatory arthritis. And I think when a woman presents and says, I'm really having pain, a lot of providers will tend to put that into the category of you're overreacting. So those are the things, the inequities that I'm seeing in practice, that there's a lot of downplay when a woman complains of something, especially if it's not well understood, if it's it's a condition that hasn't been well uh, investigated very well. And many of the conditions that women have have been ignored for years because they did not, they were not understood or they were difficult, especially, and I, I'm really not trying to say it just because of this being a, a male dominated society, but I don't think they've ri- they'd risen to the level of, of recognition that this is much more general than anything. And, and quite frankly, when women get told they're, it's all in their head, they tend to turn around and not say anything else. Uh, they don't complain about it as much. Where I think a man would, would be more willing to say, no, it's not. <laughs> I think women are, are by nature going back down a little bit. It would seem that the physicians and the patients have a, a responsibility when it comes to um, divulging information or um, I guess not waiting until symptoms, not doing the man thing and waiting until symptoms are so right. severe that they seek some help for it. Because oftentimes, once the symptoms are severe in a condition, it's maybe a little bit too late. Uh, what do you say to those women who say, yeah. oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to live forever. I'm 20 years old. It's a little ache and pain. I'll worry about it next week or never at all or never. And then 30 years down the line. Right. Well, sometimes they don't make 
make it 30 years down the line. And that's, that is the problem. I think we tend as not, and this is not specific to women, but I think women do this a little bit more, um, is to say that's not a big deal and I have to prioritize someone else. I have a child who's sick. I'm not going to go and have that looked at, that pain in my my side, which doesn't want to go away and is getting worse until it gets to the point where that she can no longer take care of the children or she can no longer work down the road because of that very busy schedule that she always has. So people don't want to make that a priority in their life. I mentioned International Women's Day uh, earlier in our conversation. Talk about International Women's Day is held every year in March and Organon's involvement in it. I, and I think that's or, International Women's Day is an amazing um, holiday that Merck has, or Organon has just recognized as being very important for women. And one of the reasons that Organon has decided to give everyone in the company a day off is to give them some of that time when, to maybe take care of some of those basic health needs. And this is especially important around the pandemic. And when people are starting to work at home, in this company specifically, where you have so many things interacting that you just don't even think about making time to go and do something for yourself. So the thought is that women will have time to either make those appointments and make those doctor's appointments or do something for their mental health do a yoga class, go out, get a massage, go for, well, the weather's good, but well, go for a long walk in the woods, do something that they normally would not do because they now have this extra day. And we're really emphasizing that this day should be concentrated on your health and not just uh, another day to catch up on all your work. Although I think a lot of women would appreciate that as well. Well, Doctor, if you would, give us a website where we can learn more about Organon and about Organon's involvement in International Women's Day and more about International Women's Day in general. So Organon is a great website, and it's directed at helping women to maintain their health and to understand what is needed. That, that is called hereforherhealth.com. So no space is obviously just here for her health.com forward slash make time. Then you'll, that's a direct link to the Women's Day activities or International Women's Day um, activities and can help you to find things that will help you along the way and along this journey. I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio this morning, Dr. Stegman. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Neil. And I, I've enjoyed speaking with you and I hope everyone has a wonderful International Women's Women's Day from here on out. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Barbara Stegman. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.